Hello and welcome to Into Your Life podcast. I'm Lenka and I'm joined here by my wonderful co-host Natalie. Hi, we invite you to join our weekly conversations about finding more life in one's life. Well, what does it actually mean? We have discussions with guests about ways to live happier, healthier and more fulfilling lives, both personally and professionally. That sounds great. Let's go. Welcome. And I'm excited to bring you another brilliant guest today. Uh, it's Nicole Gomez. And Nicole is a coach, a nervous system and mindset expert. She helps entrepreneurs to understand how they can regular how they can regulate their nervous system and rewire their mindset to grow a wildly successful businesses and have a life full of abundance and you know live and have a business with ease. And what really resonates with me since I've met Nicole, it's the whole reset and rewire your nervous system for ease. Because I think there's so much of more and faster and better and increase and level up. And I like that she really focuses on helping people to find the ease in there. But as always, the best place to dive into a topic and meet someone is to say hi and tell us a little bit more about yourself. Welcome, Nicole. <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you. Well, thank you for inviting me. I'm, I'm so happy to, and honored to, to be here. Um, and yes, you know, you were talking about the the faster and the and the pushing and the you know and the and and the forcing and all of that is just simply not sustainable. And I'm all about sustainability and feeling good. At the end of the day, we haven't left our you know our our kind of secure quote unquote secure paycheck or you know and the I guess the quote unquote comfort of being in corporate to to be struggling and to be forcing and to be, you know, it's, it's, it's all about feeling good for me. And it's all about really tapping into that joy and that, and that ease. So yeah, that, thank you for the introduction. Yes. I'm a, I'm a nervous system and sub and trauma and mindset and subconscious programming expert and coach. And I, yeah, I help. I, my, my really, my life's work, it really is my life's work is to, is to help high achievers and entrepreneurs truly transform the, their relationship with themselves and their relationship with money as well is so deeply intertwined and so that they can really step into into a life and a business that thrives and and in terms for entrepreneurs really so they're able to step into the next level of leadership um and again yeah with ease with 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 so much ease so um yeah again i'm happy to be here so that's that's me so to start with, I'm curious to learn a bit more about, you know, where you started and what is it that you actually do with people? Like people have definitely heard the words nervous system and rewire and, you know, overcome traumas and fix their money mindset and lean into their full potential and all the kind of beautiful things. But what does it actually mean in practice? Like, what may be the challenges that your clients come into, what might be struggle, and how did you get into the rewiring their brains? Mm. Oh, that's a, that's a really great question, because you're right, a lot of people talk about this stuff, but it's like, what do we concretely do so that we can create create these changes? Um, so first of all, your question about where my background and where, you know, where I started. Um, so really, it was my own, my own journey. I 
I grew up with um, a lot of emotional abuse uh, by a narcissistic parent and um, and it led me into young adulthood with a lot of a lot of symptoms, a lot of high functioning anxiety. I I was a perfectionist. I was a people pleaser. I also had a binge eating disorder. I was essentially moving through life very much numb um, and dissociated and, and, and disconnected. And when I say dissociated, it just means disconnected, literally physically disconnected from the body. Essentially, the, you know, your, your nervous system is being stressed beyond its ability to cope. And so you essentially leave your body. Um, and, and sadly, that's how a lot of people are living now when you talk about living on autopilot, you know, and, and you're doing things subconsciously, you know, you think, oh, wh where did, where did all of this cake go? Or where did, you know, how did I get from here to here? We're just kind of living life really numb and really, really disconnected. Um, and so that was me. And so I followed really a path that was expected of me, I guess, where that I, that I thought I should be, I should be following, you know, I, I was very, I was very, I, I still am. I'm very, I'm a very analytical person. Um, and so I followed, I followed that path and I, I went into banking for a few years, investment banking. And then it was over the course of quite a few months where I realized this was like 15, maybe 15 years ago. I just, I guess I, I finally woke up to my life. I was, and that's what I call kind of being disconnected and dissociated is really being asleep. You're asleep to your life. And so I kind of woke up, you know, I, I woke up and I realized this isn't, this isn't what life's about. This isn't how I want to live my life. Um, and what I, what I want for myself going forwards. And so um, I, I began my quote unquote healing journey. I say that because it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's quite cheesy and it's, it's used very, you know, very, very fluidly nowadays. But, you know, I then began to address my trauma and I began to, um, you know, over the last 15 years, really starting to dig into and learn and study and practice, more importantly, practice and embody um, all of the, all the different practices and all the things that I was learning, I learned from you know some of the best teachers in the world, uh, and really my ability to decipher what what truly works. Even though I'm not a big fan of what that you know what, what works, but what what is truly effective rather than what what works, but what is truly effective, um, and what is ineffective in 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 truly rewiring the brain and really and really regulating your nervous system, not just using some tools and not just for temporary relief, but for, you know, uh, effectively for long lasting change. Um, and so that's kind of, I began that journey over the last 15 years of learning, of studying um, really the mind, really the body, um, our habits, our behavior patterns. And, and, and that's how I fleshed out really the frame, framework that I work um, that, that that I've built today in my business and 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 with which I work with 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 my clients um so that's really where where I came from it was really my own um my own journey of of really working through a lot of my and resolving a lot of my unacknowledged and I say unacknowledged because most of the time a lot of people have trauma that is un unacknowledged and um and part of my mission is also re-educating people what trauma actually is because most, if not all of us, have experienced some form of trauma in our, in our lifetime, um, and that is at the root cause of what is what is going on and 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 how it's how it's linked with our nervous system and and how our nervous system really communicates with with this with the subconscious. Um, so going back to bringing back to what I was saying before, it was yeah, it was really my own journey and 
And my own also coming back to why entrepreneurs and why I've been drawn to working with entrepreneurs, because it was my own experience of entrepreneurship. You know, I'd, I'd done quite a bit of healing, um, you know, uh, over, like I said, like the first five years. And then when I moved into creating my business and growing my business and, and more specifically in, in, in incorporating coaching within it um, and, and online marketing and, and all of that to grow my business, I just noticed it, started noticing all of this stuff started popping up, you know, like kind of in the most sneakiest of ways. And I was like, where has this come from? You know, and what I'd realized is that I had really peeled away some of the outer layers, but it was like, you know, every, and I, and I talk about this a lot at every expansion level in, in business or, or, or in life, really, um, you know, this work is needed because there's just kind of these little underlayers and we, and by addressing them and processing them, we can, we can allow ourselves to you know, open ourselves up to, to moving to that next level. Um, so yeah, so it was really my own experience of entrepreneurship, of, of building and growing my business that, that drew me to working with, with entrepreneurs. But having said that, I also work with a lot of clients in, in employment, in corporate, um, some moms as well, you know, some, some full-time, full-time mothers, and, you know, ultimately what draws me to, to, to working with someone is, is their deep commitment and their openness to, to doing this work. Um, so, so that's kind of a, a bit about my, my, my background. Um, what can we tangibly do? How do I actually work with people? Now, it's when I talked about my framework, it really is taking taking you on a journey. Okay, first of all, is we need to work with. It's important before I get into what or how, and, and I'm I'm happy to also provide some tips as well. Is we need to work with the nervous system, like I talked about before, and the subconscious. You know, a lot of people talk about self-development work and and mindset work out there and 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 sadly a lot of that stuff is very surface level and people are, are, are staying stuck and and I see this because th those those people are coming to me and they're saying I've done a lot of you know self-development work or I've done a lot of mindset work or I've been in talking therapy and therapy you know counseling you know the traditional counseling talking therapy for for years sometimes decades and I and I'm still stuck and I'm still experiencing these symptoms. Um, and that's because we're not getting to the root cause. And the root cause in our, is our nervous system is the, is the trauma and the experiences that are sitting in our nervous system that we haven't resolved due to, uh, due to childhood or, or um, not due to childhood, but due to, due to how our brain and our bodies internalize and um, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I'm sure I'll find the word, but, really it, it, how our body responds really and internalizes and digests these experiences that we've had in childhood. And when I say childhood, more specifically from the ages of zero to seven years old, because it's, it's from the ages of zero to seven years old that our subconscious and our nervous systems really are imprinted with, with all of um, our beliefs, how we, what we believe about ourselves, how we, what we believe about others, how we view, how we view others, um, how our nervous system is being imprinted by, you know how our behaviors our behaviors are stemmed again from 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 childhood the way we react to certain situations the way we um the way we we behave the way we act um all of those are imprinted from from childhood so the work that i do is we get down to the root cause and that involves the inner child work the inner child work and then with that rewiring of the, of the subconscious programming because we can be aware of certain programming right we can be aware that we um, that we compare ourselves to others, that we, you know, specifically for entrepreneurs, that we, you know, we have um, 
and compare ourselves to other coaches, for example, or other business owners. Um, or we have a lot of imposter syndrome, like I feel like a fraud. Oh, how can I, you know, how are my clients going to get going to get these results? We may be aware of these patterns, but what is happening is that we there's one thing is is becoming a, being aware of it, but really awareness is really just such a small part of it. Is we need to actually delve into what what caused it, I guess, or what the, what's underlying it in the first place. And so, what how we how I do it with 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 people is I I help them to drop into the body. So we integrate the the coaching, I guess, what you want to call the traditional coaching questions, our stories, integrate that with actually being and feeling in the body so it's really about processing those experiences that then resulted in the i don't believe in myself i can't do this i feel i need to achieve to feel worthy i feel i need to make a certain amount of money to feel worthy we need to process those experiences and more specifically the emotions that are associated with them and that's what and, that, and that's what i do so I, I help my clients really drop into into their body and really go exploring into into those emotions and a lot of the time you know i i i the, a lot of the the things that they'll say to me is oh my goodness i didn't know where that came from where did where did those emotions come from where did that where did that thought come from? And that's our subconscious and that's our nervous system. But we need to, and this is where the somatic work, somatic just means in, in the body. We need to do this work through the body to get to uh, access a deeper level of awareness. Access, And when I say awareness is re feeling, really feeling, feeling what's going on. So processing, processing those emotions. And so that is part of the inner child work that we do is really processing the emotions that are associated with these experiences that cause these these um, this this belief or, or about yourself, and then once we've once we process that, then we then we can begin the rewiring. Um, so I I, um, I I I wanted to share with you my kind of my revolutionary three step reframe. It's a it's a really powerful process. So what you start with is you start to when you are let's start here when you are activated say when you feel anxious or you feel um, you feel maybe in panic or you feel overwhelmed or maybe you're procrastinating in your business for example or procrastinating you know in your in your work generally what we, what I want you to do is take a step back take a step back pause and, and I, I call this practice the pause right catch it catch it, this is happening and then dive into and, and connect to your body and this is where I, I guide people how to connect back into their body because for a long time when we're disconnected, it's, it's, um, it, it is a challenge to connect and to feel. Um, and so connect to your body and ask, to, ask your body, what are you feeling right now? Really connect to those sensations in the body. Connect to the sensations in the body. And then from there, you ask yourself, what is the story that I'm telling myself here? And this is the awareness piece, right? What is the story that I'm telling myself here? Um, and, and doing this in a state where your, your, your overthinking center is turned down, where you, you are fully present really present and feeling in the body and so you're accessing the subconscious we're not looking for that for that answer in our thinking mind because it's not the answer isn't there it's in our subconscious so by really be present in your body just asking yourself what is the story that i'm telling myself here um and then and then from there when you have that story is acknowledging where it came from acknowledging that it was valid for you in your past you didn't feel worthy 
you know, you didn't feel loved. That was that was valid. And that was that is valid. And so acknowledging where, you know, where it originated for you, where it was, it was your reality. Um, and not just acknowledging and validating, but truly feeling that really, really connecting to those emotions that had you that were locked up for a very long time since childhood that had you feeling like you weren't that you weren't loved and you weren't worthy and the, and then there's a lot of grief there's a lot of grief a big part of this journey is grief there's a lot of sadness there's a lot of anger you know anger is usually a cover for for some of some of these these other underlying emotions um so that's the second step is really now allowing yourself to feel that this was your reality at some point you know and this is the part that people are missing they're trying to rewire their thoughts. They're trying to tell themselves that they're good enough. They're trying to tell themselves that they're confident, that they believe in themselves, right? Again, through through their thinking mind. But we're not addressing the under, what's underlying. Um, and so we need to, that second step is just so vital. We need to connect to those emotions that 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 um, created these beliefs in the, and, and these experiences that created these beliefs in the first place. And then the third one, this is where we can turn on our rational mind, right? This is where we can turn on our rational mind and we can ask ourselves, how is the story now untrue for me in my current reality? And really, and really leaning into your current values, leaning into your current reality. And that's where we begin that rewiring. But the rewiring, we must do it from a place, again, where our overthinking center is turned down. All I mean by that is really dropping into the body, connecting, being really, really present. Um, so yeah, so if you give this, uh, whoever's listening, give it a try, you know, and, and, um, if you need any help, then reach out. Um, this is where, this is where the coaching is really important because we, we get lost in, in, in all of these things and having someone to really hold that space so we can explore what's actually going on so that we can truly heal it at the core, um, is, 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 is really paramount. So, um, yeah, I hope that was, hope that was helpful. Yeah, it's really helpful. We do get lots of people coming from different modalities to you know help work with stress, bringing in uh, some you know overcoming trauma and things like that. But what I love about what you were explaining is you're kind of bridging the cognitive, conscious, logical, rational thinking mind of like yes, let's bring in visualization, let's bring in some affirmations, let's manifest this thing, let's work on our limiting beliefs and you know, realize what mindset shifts we need to make, which just uses our our brain, our thinking brain, the part of our brain we can consciously access, which, as we know, is a very, very little part that we can actually access. There's so much is stored in the body. And it's where some of the embodied practices can come in. And we had wonderful people talking about the ways of how we can reconnect with our bodies and how we can find ways of, accessing the information that are stored inside the body and what i'm hearing is that you do you know the work in between where you allow people to kind of activate the nervous system understand what and where and how might be wired and locked and stored and get a better awareness of not just consciously but within their body touching on their feelings and emotions because again it's not just their thoughts not just what they're thinking it is what how it really makes them feel where in their body makes them feel what is the story behind it what is the limiting belief from there and then helping them to process that and rewire and then bring in the new habit new thinking new pattern am i getting it right that's right. It, because the gold here is really the integration, the integration of all these pieces. Because yes, at the root of it 
is our nervous system and the trauma that sits in our nervous system and our subconscious. And, you know, uh, and we need to, we need to access that. And, and, and that's where like the, you know, uh, there's so much research has been done, tra uh, trauma research and neuroscience based research. And so I, I use that, that is, you know, I'm, I'm, like I said before, I'm someone who's very analytical, you know, and it's really understanding what's effective and what isn't. And so all of everything that I do with, with clients has a, has a, has a strong basis and it is integrating all these pieces. And that's what I found on my own journey and my own learning and studying is that what I see a lot of people doing and what I've done a lot of, for, for what I did for a long time is that, you know, they do a little bit of yoga or they try all these tools or they try all these techniques. And in isolation, I found that it just simply hasn't worked for those effective, long lasting changes. You know, we need to bring together how I use the yoga because I'm also a, a trauma informed um, yoga, yoga teacher, practitioner and, and breath work and meditation teacher as well. But it's the way that we can, we use that to be able to access that deeper level of awareness, to access feeling in the body. So we can, we can take ourselves out of that freeze response. We can, we can help resolve. And this isn't about never being in fight or flight ever again. But the problem is, is that people are chronically stuck in these stress responses, right? And so actually being regulated is not never being worried again, or it's not never being calm all the time. It's the ability to regulate yourself. Um, you know, and, 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 and resolve that trauma and complete that stress response. Um, when it's not complete, that's where we, we have chronic stress. That's where we have trauma sitting in the body. And that's where you have the, the physical body will respond to that a lot. Like I have a lot of people come to me with a lot of gut issues, right? A lot of IBS, a lot of gut issues, all of that clears up once you, once you actually deal with the trauma that sits in the, in the, um, it sits in the nervous system. Um, and then, of course, all of the other symptoms, you know, uh, the, the perfectionism, the, the fawning response, the people pleasing, all of those, all of those clear because we've re resolved that stress response. We're not stuck. We're not stuck in that. We're not stuck in that stress response, um, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. And you touch on something that, you know, I was wondering is obviously people come to you when. Uh, they may struggle with the perfectionism, they may struggle with the stress, and they may struggle with lots of the burnout and really high achiever kind of anxiety. But also, the, as you mentioned, the physical symptoms, because again, we're living here, we're talking about the connection between what's happening with our thoughts and what's happening inside of our head and what are the limiting beliefs and what are the thinking challenges we may have or behavior challenges we may have. And it could be anxiety, it could be depression, it could be mental health, it could be, it can be emotional health. But then there is the physical health, there is the gut issues, there is any other potentially skin problems. So could you just touch on kind of the variety of symptoms that you know, people can start getting aware that, wait a minute, this might not necessarily be purely physiological problem this might not be necessarily just that my diet is not ideal or that my skincare is not ideal or that there may be something underlying that so could you touch on some of those symptoms or the challenges problems that people may be dealing with that we can then again link to the nervous system activation and that you could help them with and that can really then once un understood once unlocked once um, fixed or kind of worked through, they can release and kind of help them to move forward and 
not only have a better business, but also to just be a better business person and feel better. And you know what you were saying before about it's not just a diet or it's not just I'm going to um, take a bit of magnesium to be able to sleep. And again, this is, goes back to what I was saying before about, you know, people have been stuck with believing that nervous system regulation or, you know, uh, is is all about these tools or these you know these hacks you know people love the word hacks but you know and 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 take a little bit of this or a little that but it's like we're not and 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 it's great you know take magnesium can be can be really helpful all these things but what we're doing is we're we're just we're just trying to fix a problem by not addressing the actual the actual the actual issue so yeah like a variety of symptoms will include and what i see a lot of is um people unable to be still right you know i hear a lot of um and this was me I'm not, I'm not someone who meditates. I can't, I can't just sit still. Right. It's just, it's just not, you know, and, and when I say I can't, right. It's like, it's a part of our identity. And I, I hear that a lot with people, the inability to be still anxiety. Again, like people are like, Oh, I know how to manage my anxiety. We don't need to be managing our anxiety. Anxiety is just a sense of a false, you know, a sense of, of alarm in the brain and in the body. Um, and, and when you address the root cause, you, I, I no longer struggle with anxiety. I no longer have anxiety. Um, again, I, I feel worried sometimes or I, you know, but it's, it, it's, it, 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 you know, my, my, my nervousness is a bit able to regulate and regulate, um, quickly and resolve and resolve the, resolve the issue. Um, the anxiety. Yeah. I mean, the perfectionism, the imposter syndrome, people talk about imposter syndrome. It is a trauma response. It's a stress response. Um, the people pleasing is a, is, is a really big one. Um, what else? What else? Um, there's just so many so 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 many i would imagine boundaries the lack of kind of boundaries. Yeah, lack of being able to pay, lack of being able to, to place boundaries at, at the root of it is that you don't feel worthy enough right and it, it's linked with a deep sense of self-worth you know so when we when we do this deep regulation and, and, and rewire our, our programming like i was talking about before you know you lean back into your innate sense of self-worth you are simply worthy because you exist not i'm worthy if i do this or i'm worthy i call this a worth equation i'm worthy if i achieve or i'm worthy if i this or this or that you know you you tap into your innate sense of self self-worth your inability to place boundaries yes um uh, the physical symptoms is, is um a lot of issues with sleep the gut issues i mentioned before you know what's what's actually happening and it's and they're all at the root of all of these things is is the same thing it's not just when you say physiological is our nervous system is directly is is directly linked to our brain and our, our subconscious is in constant and direct communication with our with our nervous system so we can't we can't really separate we can't separate the two and 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 what's happening is society is separating them and we're ignoring and that's why we're having a a big crisis a big crisis on our hands and why most people are struggling with this and why it's getting in the way of their business it's getting in the way of their life of their personal life of their relationships um so what's happening is physically what's happening is is that you're when you are in a in a in a stress response your body is built for survival. So what does it do? It mobilizes all the resources, right, from your organs, every organ, from your from your gut, your elimination system, your immune system, uh, your higher brain centers, right? That's why we can't think logically anymore because, you know, our rational brain is just shut off, you know, and that's, you know, it's, it's when you say someone's completely offline, they've kind of gone really angry, they've, um, you know, they're we're in complete, just complete extreme anxiety. It's like your rational brain is completely turned off. Um, and so it's mobilizing all these resources and it's doing it chronically all the time, 
right? It's not just doing that because you're trying to fight away, you're trying to run away from a tiger, right? Or that's that's the usual, um, you know, analogy that you'll use. It's like you're running, not you're running away from tiger, and then that's it. You're safe. You're okay. It's sadly, it's chronically, it's being mobilized all the time, so your digestive system can't work as it's probably uh, as it's properly meant to. Um, you, are, you know, your rational brain turns off very, very, very often. You get activated very, and because we're chronically in this stress response, and that's what trauma is, is being in that stress response all the time. Anything, anything that vaguely resembles some, you know, when I say vaguely resembles, like has very, some minute, you know, re, um, resemblance to any past experience or, or, or past series of, of events or past trauma, then you will get triggered. You will get triggered um and so yeah we're, we're basically people are in this all the time and that's and that's where you see all of these physical um you know these pain in body back pain um gut issues people with migraines all all of that stuff it, it's all due to the the trauma that's living that's living in our living in our body hopefully that answers your question <laughs> yeah it is and we can then obviously look even beyond it's a thing you know the underlying increasing stress response they were always triggered always under stress always under pressure that is you know adding to the autoimmune diseases to lots of other diseases it's not just a bit more back pain big more stomach issues it can be quite serious autoimmune diseases it could be the chronic fatigue and lots of these kind of things that are absolutely you know it's not a minor inconvenience. No. It's absolutely yeah. life-disrupting kind of a thing. Yeah. But one thing that you touched on that really resonated with me on my journey was the good enough. It was the, I always had this desire to grow and learn and improve. And it was until I managed to click in place that, sure, I can grow and improve and learn and want to better myself and want to achieve new things. But from a place of no matter what, right now, right here, I am enough. I'm good enough. If nothing ever changes, the version of me is perfect the way it is. And yet, yes, I still want to learn and grow. That's fine. But this kind of a change, I think it's for so many people. It is a massive kind of for me. It was like a cognitive dissonance to be able to hold both of these in mind at the same time to good enough right now, perfect as is, perfectly perfect, whatever but yet still have this desire to want to grow and not want to just sit and be as it is. Yeah. And, and um, as, I, as, as you were speaking, what came to me was with um, one session I had with, with one of my clients, you know, she, we, we, we were working through this three-step method that was, you know, that, that we were, we were working to rewire some of her, some of her beliefs. And one of it was around worthiness. And when we got to the third step and the, you know, the rational part and turning on the rational part after we'd done a lot of the feeling and, and, and connecting um she wasn't able to truly you know I said what what makes you worthy and she was saying because I'm I'm I'm, I'm you know I'm, I'm I'm a very kind person I'm intelligent I'm you know I've done all these things and then where I, I knew she wasn't going to get there and it's not for me to tell her so you know and this and this is the power of of, of, of the coaching that I do is I, I get I get my clients to access that for themselves. And so where I knew I could access it is that she has children. And I said, what does your daughter have to do to feel worthy or to be worthy? And she said, nothing, absolutely nothing. And then she was like, and then it clicked. And she was like, okay, there's nothing I need to do to actually be worthy, to be of worth, of have value. I'm worthy simply because I exist. 
And that was a notion when we've been conditioned for so long, again, our subconscious is running the show that wasn't even open to her, you know, to her, to her vision, right? It was like a in a complete blind spot. And now that she started to tap into it, you know, I'm, 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 I'm worthy simply because I exist. Sadly, I never got that message growing up. Um, as a parent now, that's something that I, I keep instilling every single day in my children. I'm like, even in the stupidest of moments, I'm like, you know that I love you, even if I'm grumpy, you know that I love you. <laughs> um, you know that you're worthy, even, you know. So, um, yeah, so it reminded me of what, what you said, because, yeah, it's um, it's something and, and we need to connect to. We need to do that inner, inner child work. We need to do that feeling work and that body work to to connect to those emotions and, and really and really help validate it and, and grieve it. Again, I, I was talking about this before, there's the grief. There's a grief that we never felt worthy simply because we we existed, that we needed to do something to feel worthy. Um, so there's a lot of grief in the process, but um, yeah, it's uh, it was something that came to me when, as you were talking. I'm finding this really fascinating conversation and it's, 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 it's so, you've answered so many questions we haven't even asked you've just answered them you've you've explained a lot you've really dug dug into what it is that you're doing and 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 explained how you're doing it and is is really fascinating but one of the things that so sort of when you were speaking has has come to mind is you know we talk about the trauma and what we been going through and you know from childhood from what we bring from school or zero to seven or from parents or from aunties uncles teachers you can name it but one of the things that that's really come up and it's something I've noticed over the last four years is what we've been going through as a society or as a global society in the last four years and some of that can really have is still impacting because it, it, we've had this constant bombardment of negativity, of bad news, of all sorts at us that in the past four years we, we've never been able to just stop and take a breath. You know, it's been one thing after the other, bam, 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 bam. And, you know, it's not everybody has had huge amounts of trauma in their lives and they've most probably been doing okay in life and then 2020 happened. And regardless of how you were coping or how you were dealing or how you were surviving or thriving, we've all had this trauma. I mean, it's been this like global <laughs> attack on, on our psyches, on our emotions, on our brains, on our you name it, physical, mental, all sorts. Yeah. And one thing I wanted to ask you is we are in this environment at the moment and it doesn't look like there's a, you know, it's not going to end, you know, two days from now, that's it, it will end. There's, there's no escape from it. I mean, before 2020, you could go on a holiday to the seaside, chill out, relax, and escape your problems. You could escape your family. You could escape your boss. You could escape that job. There was an escape mechanism in place. But since 2020, there's no escape because you go to any country, there's still this underlying trauma still there. There's still the news. It's all global. It's, it's, there's, there's none of this escape. So what I'm essentially asking is 
we are all putting our lives back together or we are tr- we are working on growing ourselves, developing ourselves. We're trying to understand our guts, our backs, our pains, you know, really wanting to be in a place where we can be in as good a place as we can get to keep growing, keep developing. But when we are being bombarded, how do we survive? How do we come out of that without that that exhaustion without that fatigue that negativity fatigue that I don't know what it is I'm just trying to see because I know that I come across so many people like I'm exhausted I'm so tired I don't know what to do anymore I don't know how to keep going and it's not business it's not family it's the environment the world that we're in so I just wanted to you know just see what yeah, I wanted to touch on something that you were saying, actually. And, and for me, is at is the core of some of these issues. And when you were talking about we can escape, we can escape. And I think that was at the root of the issue is that people were just escaping before. And 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 somehow, and let, let's put kind of COVID and that collective trauma aside, is somehow you not being able to just, you having to sit with yourself, whether it's alone in your, in your house, you know, actually c- confronted you with, with all that, sh- uh, am I allowed to, <laughs> with all that, you know, shit, you know, and it, and what we were unable, they were unable to, a lot of people were unable to escape and un- unable to escape anymore is that we had to actually face our shit, you know? And so I wanted to address that first because, you know, that is, I, I believe a, a big layer of, of this collective trauma. And then something I wanted to address is, you know, trauma in later life or in adulthood is, our ability, our nervous system's ability to process it is very much dependent on, on how we processed a lot of the other, the other, the other trauma, especially from, from childhood. You know, um, it was, it was Gemma Mate who was saying that, you know, it, you see how say, say war, right. That, you know, a lot, um, a lot of trauma stems from, from people who go from soldiers who go to war as you see, some of them have some really severe PTSD and some of them maybe don't. And really it's our ability to, to process that trauma later and, and for our nervous system to resolve, to resolve again, going back to that, the stress response, to resolve that stress response later, you know, its ability to do that is dependent on how we've been able to process that trauma. And I think that what's happened is that there's, 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 there's a stuff that's at the back end and then yes, and then there's, and then there's like you said, like there's this collective what's going on in Gaza at the moment. And my my response to this, and and the way that I work with clients on this is that let's not numb ourselves to it. Again, we've been numbing too much, right? Like the escaping is the numbing. Let's not numb ourselves, but also boundaries. We were talking about boundaries earlier. Is that I don't I know what's going on. From time to time, I'll tap into it when I have the capacity for it. Um, and I'll, I'll try and support or I'll try and some send money or in the way, in the best way that I can. But at the end of the day, it's really boundaries is that, you know, you consuming all of that stuff all of the time, it's not serving you. It's not serving your family. It's not serving your children. It's not serving your society. Sadly, you know, again, not numbing ourselves to it, but creating these boundaries on our, on ourselves. So we're not at capacity all the time and we're not, we don't feel like we've been bombarded with all of this stuff. But again, it really goes back to, our ability to process it 
and to set those boundaries is very much dependent on on all the other work that we that we were just we've been talking about in this um in this session um yeah so that's my i don't know if you have any you have any thoughts on what i've i've just shared no that makes sense and um i think the like you said it's the escaping from <laughs> My mother always said, you can't escape from your problems. You take them with you. She she was right. Don't tell her I said that. <laughs> she was right. But I think it's also it's having that space to, to have a rest from stuff because I think sometimes we do need a break from something. So it's not always necessarily the escaping, but it's having that, hang on a minute, I'm just having a rest. It's like running on a treadmill. You know, sometimes you just need that five minute walking or stopping just catch your breath and then get back on it and okay I'm gonna keep going because I am building up a fitness or whatever it is treadmill's only excuse I mean the only sort of analogy I could come up with right now so I think it's it's having that break and one thing that I'm noticing when I when I talk to a lot of people and you know just trying to find a way to understand why are people so tired and I, I am generalizing but it's it's a, a common theme that I have noticed after the, over the last few months is this this fatigue this tired and like you said it I think it's it's this trauma of so much but it's setting those boundaries I mean that that is good good advice for anything is to set yeah set the boundaries and give that space and and what and people are tired because two things they're not doing enough of, of the things that really honor them and really bring them joy you know they're doing too many of the things that they think they should be doing and it's that word should and and and, and when i work shoulding with, shoulding all over yourself i should do this Woo! why should you do this right it's like let, let's start to every notice every time that I should be doing I should mm, what who is telling you you should be doing this right it's a it's part of our conditioning so it's the you know doing not enough of what actually truly nourishes them right that you don't need to take really a break from because that this is the thing is what I truly believe is you don't really it's not like you go full on and then you take a break and you go full on and you take a break is when you're actually truly connected and and when I say truly connected is that your nervous system is regulated, your ability to, to regulate your emotions, your ability to feel all the emotions, um, to process them and, and feel them, you know, that, that, that when you're moving from a place that's regulated, you are tapping into what it is that you actually need all the time. And, and we're not going to say we're not perfect, right? So let's say 90% of the time. Um, this is, again, this is not about being perfect. You know, we're, we're tapping into our humanness, our, our perfect humanness, perfect, perfect imperfections. But when we, when we're really tapped in, we can connect to what it is that I truly need. What is it that I truly need right now? What is it that, how can I honor myself? And when we can come from that place, you know, when we say, and I was listening to Michael Jackson, it was my, my daughter was in a play, you know, that song, you know, the, the, the man in the mirror, you know, and that change starts with a man and mirror is that, you know, we need to, again, change that this collective conditioning of it is we are selfish to be 
thinking about ourselves first and foremost we need this this needs to stop and people talk about it but it's still but it's still going on um you know but when we when we honor ourselves and as a mother i'm talking as a mother as well when i i continue to honor myself and i put myself first because when i do i'm putting myself my my children first in the process and i'm 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 honoring them and i'm able to care for them and nurture them in the, in the best way that i can if i'm not honoring myself that's just simply that's simply not going to happen so two things people are not doing enough of things that, that they that they truly that, that really really honors them and also not being able to say no again the boundaries right it's like how, not honoring yourself and in the process, I mean, they're, they're intertwined, but in the process, not setting those boundaries. So people are tired because they're just doing a lot of shit that they don't actually want to do, <laughs> just to put it simply, right? Um, and and it's not it's not as simple as saying, I'm just going to stop doing that shit because your your subconscious is telling you, you're, you're not enough, you know? And to feel enough, you need to please these people. And to be enough, you need to, you know, to feel enough, you need to do all these things. So we need to get to the root cause and we need to access the body to unlock all of that stuff. And, and from there, regulate ourselves and rewire our programming to truly feel that we're worthy simply because we exist. You touch on something that's very personal to me, and that's the selfishness. Mm -hmm. As an only child, I have issues, always had issues with feeling that, you know, taking care of myself, putting myself first, saying no to things I don't feel like doing saying no to people, taking my time, requesting my energy, it's selfish. And it still is something that lots of people struggle with, be it people who are only children, people who are parents, people who are carers, be it in personal lives and businesses. It's the sense of selfishness that, you know, we either see self-care as this luxury, you know, like going to a spa and having a bubble bath and pampering ourselves and kind of you know buying pretty things and going on holidays that kind of a fancy self-care and then we see what i would call kind of common self-care it's the daily little habits little nourishment little things as selfish like as taking the time to read a book taking the time to go for a walk taking the time to meditate whatever it is to connect and really put yourself first to say no when we feel like saying no, saying yes to things that we genuinely feel excited about, uh, we find it very hard to, again, process. Mm -hmm. Is it something that you come across often with your clients and how, what is then the process of helping them to overcome? Yes, I mean, that's also something very personal to me. Interestingly, like I, I'm not an only child, um, but I was always called selfish and selfish was, um, was something that I'd... Mm, to some extent, I, you know, believed about myself um, because it was something I was told since since very young. Um, and really my journey through motherhood and also through entrepreneurship has has been a huge, um, has been really transformative for me and 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 in the way that I coach that I coach people as well. Um, because when and how do we step out of it is we 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 need to do that deeper work. We need to we need to um we need to unravel all this conditioning that's that that's in the body and really feel and really feel that stuff. You know, it was, it was with a client the other day and she, um, you know, she she felt that it was yeah selfish to talk about herself, selfish to I mean it's you know it's it's very I mean it's it, it, most of us we can relate to different things, but also it's very personal to our personal experiences and the way that we grew up, um, and. Uh, and really, yeah, tapping into that and 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 processing and feeling all of that stuff. 
but we can only access it really through through going through really a space where you feel held and where you can really tap into your body and really connect to your body so that's how i that's how i help people i help them really tap back into the body um and after they've spent a lot of time not feeling um it's most of my clients it's me i spent a lot of time not feeling um it really is through really accessing and, and feeling feeling all of those emotions Feeling all that stuff that meant that, you know, if you looked after yourself, then you'd be selfish. There's a lot of stuff that's there buried and, and we need to just win and we need to feel it. Um, and then from there, again, we start, we, we begin to rewire it. We begin to rewire what it, what are actual values? What are your values? Your values now are, it is actually my sacred duty to look after myself. And interestingly, you know, when, right at the start of my business, I was giving so much um no, you know, I was, yeah, I was, I, I was, I was from that place where I wasn't giving enough to myself. And so it felt like, oh, I don't want to give anymore. I don't want to go to this session. I don't want to teach these people anymore. I don't, you know, like it felt like, you know, it felt like it felt hard and it felt like I didn't really want to be there, you know, and, and now from having honored, started to honor myself in the last, whatever it is, seven, 10 years, honor myself first and foremost, I can be of so much more service. Like I, I am able to give people even freely. I give people, you know, because I, I know how to manage my own energy. I know what capacity I have, uh, and so I am so much of service, so much more of service now, now that I, I honor myself than I was than I was back than I was back then. Um, I couldn't. I just simply could not be truly of service, you know, in a way that you can really fully open your heart um from from a place where you're in that in that in that response so um so yeah it brings it back to how i introduced you when i read your bio is the bringing the sense of abundance because i think lots of businesses struggle with this of especially starting out in business leaving corporate setting up their own business it's this well and um, am i good enough and it's the selling themselves. It's, again, the selfishness of both. Am I good enough? Am I experienced enough? And then, well, selling myself and promoting myself. It's the ego response that gets triggered to be like, well, if I talk about myself, you know, I will be seen as this sleazy, annoying person because I see so many people struggling with sales and marketing and promotion and pricing themselves properly and coming from a place of value and, the the way you kind of mention is like lots of people will do free work but they will do the free work from a place of well i'm not gonna get paid you know i'm not getting enough clients so if i offer free stuff then at least i get some testimonials or at least i get some exposure rather than no i'm coming from a place of an abundance i have plenty you know resources that i want i'm in a good place i have the capacity so i can give freely and give myself to the limit that it feels good to me rather than coming to it from a place of luck and restriction that not enough and not valuing enough so I love how we are bringing it back to actually even the entrepreneurial kind of the journey and be it marketing sales or promotion yeah, and, and I'm, as I mentioned you know when I introduced myself and it goes back to our relationship with money whether you're a business owner or whether you are you know, in employment, whatever it is, is that it comes back to our relationship with money. Well, why we don't, why we feel kind of icky about people selling to us or why we feel icky about 
I go on there and I'm selling all the time. Do you see like apples like stop selling in their shops? You know, like are they, you know, are they like, no, we're not, we're not going to sell today. We're only going to sell every other day. We're going to, you know, it's, it, it's, it's our relationship with money is so intertwined, as you just said, with, with our relationship with ourselves, with how we're seen, you know, the, the, the um, sales and, you know, and how, and how we're seen by it and our fears and, and how we, how we perceive what others were going to perceive us or all of, all of that stuff. So it's just so intertwined. And so this is why I love this work and people get like a bit scared of when I talk about the word money and I'm like, let's talk about money unapologetically. You know, we live in an economic society, you know, this is, I mean, it has, we run a business, not because it's like, Hoo-ha, you know, otherwise it will just be, I'll, I'll, I'll be running a charity. That's, it's very different. Right. So we need to talk about money and it doesn't have to be this ick thing, but, you know, and it's so, again, as I said, it's so intertwined. So we must first and foremost do this work, you know, around our worthiness. So it's no longer tied to money, uh, this work around, around our discomfort, around money, around anxiety or worries about money or, or whatever it is about how we price ourselves. When, when we address all of that, just, oh, the abundance just comes, the abundance just comes and not just the financial, right? The ease, the peace, the peace of mind, you know, you don't need to be like, going full speed on one time and then the break it's like there's abundance you you rest when you need to rest you do when you know you 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 work when you need to work you when it feels good to work you know not because you should but because it feels good and because that's you know so um again going back to it feels good because it feels good we're, we're here we're here as humans you know and, and we need we don't talk about pleasure enough it's, it's almost like again pleasure is something selfish you know we need to come back to the pleasure we need to come back to we need to come back to the joy and the and and does this feel good if it doesn't let's say no <laughs> that's always a good thing to say no no is a great word that a lot of us don't use especially women but one thing is you've given so much advice you've given us you shared so much knowledge your experiences um teachings that you've you've picked up over the years and we can talk for hours, but. <laughs> and I have to go pick up my girls from school. So. <laughs> <laughs> and we appreciate you sharing your time with us and your energy. But before we go, we always ask our, 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 our guests if there's a last nugget that you would like to share, tips that you want to share, or is this a topic or something that you like, you guys haven't asked me this and I need to share this. Now's the space. Now's the space for that that at last little nugget that you've got in you to to share. So, so what comes to me when you say this is really we we were talking about trauma a lot, and again, people get, are afraid of the word trauma. And what I wanted to say this, you know, and trauma is not necessarily what happened to you. It's in fact, it's not what happened to you. It's what happened inside of you as a result of what happened to you. And the word I was looking for before is it's how your brain and your body processed what the series of events that happened to you and also separate to that if nothing it's not necessarily also what happened to you it's the love or the affection or the sense of worthiness that you didn't feel again because the intention of your parents is something very separate but that your brain and your nervous system digested it and processed it is the the lack of the love of, or, or the or the affection that you received, that is also a form of trauma because it's a form of emotional trauma. Emotional neglect is a, is is trauma. If you didn't feel seen or heard or understood, 
You know, if you, your emotions were shut down and, and Sally, again, our collective society and a lot of the past generations and hopefully, and it looks like a lot of us, <laughs> including myself, are breaking this cycle. But all of that, that was part of parenting, right? In our, in, in our parents' generation and their parents' generation, that is what created a lot of this trauma and why people are afraid to feel and why they don't feel because it was shut down. It was shut down. Um, and so they feel unworthy because if they if they feel anything, there's a sense of worthy, unworthiness, there's this alarm bell. So what I wanted to say is re-educate yourself and, and, and reach out to me if you have any questions. You have all experienced trauma. It's, it's, it's nothing to be scared of. It is simply how your brain and your nervous system process certain experiences, certain ways that you were parented. And, but the good news is, because if it was something that happened to you, right, people who, who see horrific things in war or, you know, or cancer or sexual abuse or physical abuse, thankfully, it's not what happened to you. It's what happened inside of you. We can, and we can heal all of that and we can turn it all around. And that is the good news. So if I finish with that, is that the good news is you don't have to stay in this place of never feeling enough. You don't have to stay in this place of, of, of feeling like a fraud all the time. You know, there, we can change it all around. Um, so reach out if you if you want any any help and, and assistance in starting out this journey. And it's always good to end with good news. Good news is good. Yeah. So as you said, um, if people want to reach out, uh, they want to have a conversation with you or or just reach out to you. How can they reach out to you? Um, so I'm on Instagram, Nicole Rose Coaching. Um, I'm also on LinkedIn. Um, maybe you can write my, my full name, Nicole Rohab. Go, if you look Nicole Gomez, um, I'm on Facebook, Nicole Rose Coaching. Um, my, my website is NicoleRoseWellnessCoach.com, NicoleRoseWellnessCoach.com. Um, yeah, just reach out any, any, any of these, of these ways and, um, I'll be happy to, to, yeah, to help in the best way that I can. Well, all the links will be in the comments section or in the write-up, so anybody can click on the links i just want to say you know from both of us thank you so much for being here for sharing so much knowledge so many gold nuggets in there not just the, the sharing of the good news but all the all that wisdom that you've shared with us and that knowledge and and sharing your time with us and sharing your energy so thank you so much we really appreciate having you here in our space and for our listeners is there anything in this conversation that has got you thinking, got you wondering and wanting to dig deeper into it or wanting some help, reach out to us or reach out to Nicole? Is there a topic that you want us to cover because we, you've been listening to this episode and you think, hang on a minute, I need this dug in deeper, I need to listen to this. Please let us know and we will look for the guests or... Do you have somebody in mind who you think would be a great guest on here? Please introduce them to us. We are always fascinated by meeting new people and their stories and what they can share. And we are happy to have conversations. Or if you want to be a guest, please feel free. And until our next conversation, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to our conversation, Please share it with your friends and colleagues and don't forget to subscribe. We would love it if you could give us a five-star rating and write a short review.